Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. This summer, Chloe Cole spoke out against California's passing of SB 107, testifying that both her and her parents were manipulated and bullied by the state to undergo destructive, life-changing surgeries. And while Florida bans puberty blockers and so-called sexual reassignment surgeries for minors, California Governor Gavin Newsom signs a bill allowing children from any state in the country to go to California for transgender medical procedures without parental consent. California is being hailed by the death cult as a transgender surgery sanctuary state, now providing chemical and surgical castrations for all of America's children. According to this new law, California can take emergency jurisdiction over any child from anywhere if there's a disagreement between the parent and the state of California over how to treat a child's gender distress. SB 107 states that taking a child away from the child's parents is justifiable if it is done to pursue gender transition procedures in California and allows for the state to wage child custody claims against out-of-state parents. SB 107 forbids healthcare providers from providing medical information related to gender identity procedures to a child's parent even if sought under a subpoena. After permanently mutilating her own adopted child, Kathy Molig has been working full-time for California nonprofit Trans Family Support Services, where she reaches out to hundreds of children all across the country, luring them to California to castrate themselves. She often does so without the parents' knowledge. I work with a lot of youth, before they tell their families and and helping them in shaping what that looks like. Her work focuses on conservative communities where parents may not approve of having their children castrated. We have kids coming from all over the country for our virtual groups. We also opened a chapter in Huntsville, Alabama because the people in red states really need as much support as they can get from us allies, in particular in states like California and Oregon in Washington. For whatever reason, people are allowing this incredibly evil attack against their own children. And recently, Lara Logan interviewed a UN insider who explained to her why children are the biggest target. I get it, but I don't get it. The children. You just, you got to, I still have, I have such a problem with this. You got to explain this one to me. And he said, Um, well, first of all, you're looking at it the wrong way. I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, they don't define children the way you do. They don't define the world the way you do. The choices that you face are not their choices, right? They they look at it completely differently. And, uh, And I said, well, okay, so how do they look at it? And he said, for them, everything is defined by their one fundamental all-consuming purpose. I said, which is what? He said, to 
to defeat God. For them, the younger you are, the closer you are to God, the more pain they can inflict on God. So the more you can make a baby or a small child suffer, the greater your victory over God. And that is the only consideration for them. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Absolutely incredible stuff. That's the latest from Greg Reese. You can find and share that video at band.video. Of course, we first learned about that woman, Moleg, from Matt Baker. This is the uh, Matt Baker to Greg Reese pipeline. California is now castrating children from all 50 states. Share that video, folks. You want to know what happens when you start going after the kids? Well, Republican white women swing to the Republicans by 27 points in a single year. That's the outcome. We'll get into it and all the politics later. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very big show we have for you today. Some days you wake up, it's a big news day. Usually means something crazy has happened. Last one I can think of would be like the... The FBI raid on Donald Trump. You wake up and you just know that's the top story. That's going to stay the top story. And we're going to get all sorts of different angles on that story. And some days you, you just go in, you just know this is this is a, a big news day, as they call it. And you'd think that would mean that there was more news that day. But actually, usually it's less because it's just that one story. On a day like today, you start looking through the headlines, you think, all right, nothing jumps out of me right away. Nothing major and, and overwhelming and that something that would set itself up as the obvious uh, big story. But then as you start going through all your lists and going through all the headlines, suddenly you find that your stack of news is getting higher and higher. And boy, oh boy, do we have a lot of news to get to today. So that's it's one of those days. It doesn't seem like it's a big news day on top, but the number of stories that we have to cover today is absolutely gigantic. So we'll be taking your phone calls and getting your insight on all of them. But we'll begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 4th of November, 2022. Milwaukee election official fired for alleged fraudulent request of military ballots. Milwaukee official allegedly requested fictitious military ballots in a move to show voting loophole. uh, Milwaukee election official was fired amid allegations. She fraudulently requested military absentee ballots and sent them to a Wisconsin state representative, Mayor Cavalier Johnson, announced Thursday on Twitter. The deputy director, Kimberly Zabata, was terminated for what Johnson, a Democrat, called an egregious, blatant violation of trust. Johnson said he first learned Wednesday that Zapata requested, requested fictitious military ballots from a state election website and had them sent to GOP state rep Janelle Branchgen. But just remember, it, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Uh, there is no voter fraud except for all of the arrests for voter fraud that have happened. Other than those, I mean it doesn't exist. Other than all of the examples and evidence of it existing, you know, other than that, it's, it's imaginary. So good to see. Good to see. And we are going to talk a lot about the elections as we are a mere four days away from November 8th, Election Day. 
and we'll spend a lot of time on on that uh, during the show. But the question is, will the red wave be so big that it's impossible for the Democrats to cheat their way out of it? And we'll, we'll get into some of the tactics that the left uses and see if we can't figure out an answer to some of these questions. Meanwhile, on the international front, Russia accuses UK of directing Nord Stream blasts. The UK dismisses the allegations as false, says they're aimed at diverting attention away from military failures in Ukraine. Which, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? Their pipeline was attacked. Somebody attacked their pipeline. They're trying to figure out who it is. Unless they attacked their own pipeline, which again is stupid. Russia has again accused the United Kingdom of carrying out attacks on Nord Stream undersea gas pipelines, with Moscow saying it's considering what further steps to take over this alleged act of sabotage. Our intelligence services have data indicating that British military specialists were directing and coordinating the attack, Kremlin spokesperson Peskov told journalists on Tuesday without providing any evidence to support his claim. Such actions cannot be put aside. Of course, we will think about further steps. It definitely cannot be left like this, he added. And of course, he says that the U.S. military is involved in this as well. And the, supposedly the next step they're going to take is presenting this evidence to some sort of meeting at the UN Security Council, which I think, you know, if it's between letting the spy state masters of the UK and the US be put on trial by the UN for terrorism or war crimes, if it's between that and World War III, I know what answer I'm going with. I know what I would prefer. I think you would I think we'd all rest a lot easier knowing that instead of millions of people dying a fiery death, we just uh let a few of the top dogs go uh face a tribunal at the UN and take a short drop with a sharp stop. That's just me. We'll see how that goes and we'll we'll look into some of the evidence that Russia says they have a little bit later as well. Uh, and Twitter news after the fallout with uh, Elon Musk purchasing that site, Pfizer, Audi, Mondelez join growing list of companies pausing ads on Twitter. It's what we like to call stakeholder capitalism here in the business. This is the great reset New World Order corporatocracy where massive combines of the world's largest corporations cooperate as a single unit to bankrupt or destroy anybody who opposes their agenda. Here we see them doing it with Twitter and thank God. Of course, they're not actually going to do this. This is kind of like a, a bluff, a threat. It's the same thing they did following January 6th when massive corporations all withdrew their support for the Republicans that questioned the 2020 election and then quietly all reinst- reinstituted those payments because it turns out what you get from bribing politicians is worth more than your virtue signaling. And so unless Pfizer just doesn't care about i mean I, I guess it doesn't matter i guess you know once you have the government buying your entire stock of product and forcing it on people anyway you don't actually need advertising but if you think pfizer is going to just rest on its laurels and not try to use the power of the advertising medium to brainwash the entire population uh, no they're going to use whatever platform they can after all it's i don't know maybe, maybe they'll just fund more cnn shows They do seem to be the primary funder of all media at this point. So we'll see how that goes. But for the time being, you can uh, tweet easy. (laughs) You can can tweet all you want and never have to be confronted with another ad telling you uh, how great Pfizer is and to just get your vaccine. It's like Pfizer's removed all of their advertising from Twitter, but they are still paying millions of dollars to hundreds of influencers to post advertisements for them on Twitter. 
Get your vaccine. Get your vaccine. Meanwhile, epic videos can be found at Infowars.com. Brazilian protesters swarm military base to protest election results. We've been talking a little bit about this. I've had the videos in my list. I just haven't played them yet, but they are absolutely massive. Brazilian uh, demonstrators took to the streets protesting rigged election results, which I don't even know. I don't even know how many a Brazilian is, but uh, it's got to be a lot. As you can see in the in the video, the crowd is just absolutely gigantic. Footage out of Rio de Janeiro Wednesday showed mass protests outside the Eastern Military Command headquarters where Bolsonaro supporters called on the military to intervene in the election, some chanting armed forces save Brazil and united the people will never be defeated. It's kind of like January 6th, except, you know, if the January 6th protesters went to petition the American army, they would find sitting at the head of it uh, Mark Milley, who would without hesitation turn the army on the American people and cause a total and complete bloodbath because our military is not run by people who respect or love us. Must be nice. Must be nice being in a country where you can go to the military and be like, help our country. And they're like, yes, you are our number one priority. Instead of like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, you want to talk to Mark Milley? He's not here. He's with Nancy Pelosi in a situation room figuring out how to get the nuclear codes away from the duly elected president. Sorry, he's performing a coup right now against the legitimately elected president, so he's not available for comment. Incredible stuff. Meanwhile, we have this story. Conspiracy author David Icke banned from EU labeled a terrorist. Has he attacked anybody? No. Has he caused any terrorist activity? No, of course not. Has he done anything that would qualify him as being labeled a terrorist? No, of course not. Are you are you stupid? No. He just says things that they don't like. He just exposes the activities of the elite. So now he is designated a, quote, level three terrorist, according to his son, Gareth Icke. Public speaker and former BBC television host was due to attend an event in Amsterdam this weekend, but will now reportedly be prevented from entering any country in the EU for a period of two years. This is thought control, speech control, the coordinated effort by nations around the world to silence dissent uh, wherever it's coming from. And by the way, one of the other uh, stories that we'll be talking about today is a new poll from the Wall Street Journal. That shows white suburban women swinging back towards Republicans. They now favor the GOP by 15 percentage points, which previous to this year, they uh, preferred Democrats by 12 percentage points, meaning that there has been a full 27 point swing percentage points in white women towards Republicans just this year alone. Showing maybe there is some maybe there is some hope when people realize the attack that they and their children are under. Don't let the globalist monsters and their mercenary minions be successful at silencing you. And the globalist number one mission is to silence InfoWars because they rightly see us as one of the main beacons of resistance, alerting the people, not just of America, but the world, to the threat of the globalist and their censorship and tyranny. That's why it's so essential today. Now more than ever, to share links from InfoWars.com and to also financially support InfoWars.com at the most critical time on our fight by using promo code 1776 at checkout so you get an additional 10% off. These people are coming for your birthright. They're coming for your First Amendment. They admit once they've silenced us, they're coming for you. I am in your hands, and I'm asking for your support now. You have my commitment to never give up or back down, but I could give out without your support. 
Thank you for all your past support. I'm encouraging you now to redouble your efforts at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776 for an additional 10% off on the already big sales and huge discounts. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this, and I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 of the promo code. The destination is InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Journal, InfoWars.com, Band.Video. Look at this stack. Look at this stack. This is all just the politics stack of news that we have to get to today. Very, very big day for us as it is just uh, four days away. This will be our second to last broadcast here on American Journal before Tuesday, November 8th, Election Day, when it will be decided whether we get a all too brief reprieve from the Democrat onslaught or whether we mash the accelerator and fly towards our demise at the bottom of the slippery slope. And boy, is the media having a hard time with all of this. We're going to go to some videos now. (laughs) Just absolute insanity. Uh, Let's go first to clip number two. This has been making the rounds quite a bit after it aired yesterday afternoon based tech guru makes nbc hosts melt down here's uh what's this guy's name again i thought we had it uh but he was on msnbc uh, just trying to explain to people exactly why free speech is something that needs to be defended and you can see the msnbc anchors really really struggling with this idea which is, it's really shocking how far the American spirit has fallen in just the last couple of years. This type of conversation, I mean, prior to 2016, it's unimaginable. Even for the time period between 2016 and 2018, when they tried to roll out their manufactured claim of fake news that they all ran with immediately the day after the 2016 election started, right? This coordinated effort to try to frame certain information is too dangerous. To be allowed on on air like even in that time even in the 2016 to 2018 time you never would have heard americans taking this stance of some information is just too bad to allow on air there was at least still the understanding that free speech was necessary and there you know always these little creeping ideas of hate speech and misinformation that were needling away you know 
chewing, gnawing away at our First Amendment, but never in my entire lifetime have we had people in the mainstream media just openly agitating in favor of censorship, demanding mass censorship on all platforms openly as a matter of policy. This is a brave new world we're entering into that America has never – we've never been like this before. So let's go to clip number two here as we see MSNBC anchors try try very, very, very hard to frame censorship as an American value. Let's watch. It used to be that you could stand in Times Square right behind us Uh and you could shout whatever you wanted. But you could only get 30, 40, 50 people around you. Let's just pause it right there. I I know, I know it's, I know, I don't want to have to pause it all all the time, but it's just the framing of the argument from the very, very first word is entirely dishonest. So the argument he's making there, right, is, well, you can say whatever you want if you're standing on the street corner and 30 or 40 people can hear you, but on Twitter, you have a massive audience, and this is different, Uh, except that the First Amendment was written specifically for the mass production of information. Remember, when they say the freedom of the press as one of the five freedoms guaranteed in the First Amendment, they meant the printing press. They meant the technology that is capable of spreading a single message to an infinite number of people. The whole point of the First Amendment was that your language cannot be circumscribed or prevented from spreading to the biggest number of people possible. They explicitly put in the First Amendment that the technology necessary for mass spreading of information is protected by use of the American citizens, regardless of what the government wants. So let's just, from the very get-go, let's just understand that the premise that the MSNBC anchor is going on is a false one that is at complete odds with the reality of the First Amendment. So with that understood, we go back to the clip. It's different. The amplification. All the, it's, it's, the, it's the piece that she's talking about. And so when, when you see these kind of heinous stories, uh, conspiracy theories about a Paul Pelosi situation that seems to lead to violence in other, in other situations as a result oh, of crap. it. Yeah. No, it doesn't. The question it's is, do the, do the companies bear some responsibility for trying to rein that in? And I would argue they do. And to put it on, but to also put it on uh, them fascist, to decide fascist, what's false. I guess is also a complicating factor. Well, but exactly. So, so if you, what I would say, if the company's going to take down something as false speech, the company bears the burden of proof to show that it was false. History teaches us, and by the way, not just history over the last 100 years, history over the last two to three years teaches us that many of our current beliefs well, will be modified in some way. on the person who's speaking? Well, I would say put it, on, put it on the responsibility of the body politic to say that, you know what, we're going to debate these ideas in the open, may the best ideas win, may the best arguments win. And Andrew, I will just say we're conflating a couple different things here. I think the way you treat the misinformation point is different from the way you treat the category of hate right. speech. I think you can't have hate speech I, as a category because all I opinions are allowed. For you. And yep. just, you know, there's a lot of people who deny the election results of, of, of this last election, some of whom, by the way, look like they may win uh, next week. Oh, yeah. Do you think that that there should be people correcting the record? Correcting. I think the there record. should be people correcting the record through you? free speech and open debate, not through silencing them and not through censorship. I mean, throughout our history, I'm proud to say we live in a country where you can go out and burn the flag and say, you know what, war on America. This is a country where part of burning the flag is what gives that the meaning is the fact that we live in a country where that is allowed. And if we lose that principle, we lose the very principle we're fighting for in the first place. So you got to draw this distinction between saying I disagree vehemently, but still allow you the right to speak. How how concerned are you? Nice. Thanks for chiming in, lady. Democracy or the very idea 
that there are large parts of the population who believe things that are just factually untrue today. Like you so idiots. I'm deeply concerned about threats to democracy, but right I think about everything. threats to democracy, Andrew, are plural. And one of those threats to democracy is the centralized determination of truth. By the way, and here's a dimension we haven't talked about, where the government itself is now coordinating with Twitter, with Facebook, etc., to direct critics of the government to be silenced. This is something that I think is also a threat to democracy, where you have a government using private companies to censor speech. So I think they're plural in nature. Yeah, plural. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of plural in nature. Like one, uh, you know, the the threat of misinformation, that's one threat. That's like an earthworm wriggling on the ground. It uh, got knocked onto the sidewalk somehow. Now it's burning in the sun. Uh, The threat of the government dictating whether you can express what you believe or not, that's a giant fire-breathing dragon that's looming over you and about to swallow you whole. So two threats, but not exactly equal. There is a plurality of threats to the system of democracy, to the ability for regular people to actually have a say in the government that they want. Uh, But one is a much, much, much bigger threat. That's the threat that's not only being ignored, but actually championed by the left-wing activists like the anchors there on MSNBC. So just a completely, completely ridiculous stage that we find ourselves in where the MSNBC anchors are openly advocating in favor of censorship because of those dangerous ideas like maybe the election wasn't perfectly accurate in 2020. Should there be some sort of authority? Who? Who should be that authority? You? Should it be the ADL? By the way, you can burn the American flag. Try burning a Black Lives Matter flag. See what happens to uh, to you then. See what happened to Enrique Tarrio of the Proud Boys. He burned a Black Lives Matter flag. Did he have the free speech to do that? Apparently not. Try burning the rainbow flag. Try burning the Israeli flag. See see whether we really have free speech or whether you can just burn the American flag because there are anti-American spiteful maggots that run this country. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's came over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the American Journal. Remember, you support everything we do here by going to InfoWarsStore.com. We so appreciate it when you do. It's really been nice to see this show be sort of a launching point for so many massive, like, mind-changing revelations. Things like we had a caller that called in and 
asked us about the videos of, of people looking over their shoulder and, and like freaking out and falling under train tracks and that weird stuff. We hadn't heard of it. Nobody on the crew had heard of it, but a caller called in, told us about it. Greg Reese picked it up, made a original Reese report. Now it has millions of views, been shared probably more than any other band video video in the last year. Then yesterday or earlier this week, we have Matt Baker on who reveals the story of this woman named Moloch who's organizing the, the trans pipeline into California. Of course, Greg Reese is uh, sitting at home watching Matt Baker expose this information. He starts doing research, and we get another fantastic Reese report that, again, has already gotten hundreds of thousands of views on Band.Video and promises to spread the awareness about this lady to millions more across the country. Uh, it really is a, a cool sort of ecosystem that we have here, and that's why it's so great to be able to take your calls and learn this new information and then have someone like Greg Reese or – uh, you know, PSYOP Copper or, or any of the incredible content creators we have at Band.Video who can then take that information, package it in a way that's easy to share, easy to digest, easy to break through the wall of you know, self-imposed censorship that so many people are, are cowering behind at this point. So we've already had a massive effect. We've already changed people's minds more than we probably even know, but none of that is bragging. It's all to say thank you for being the ones to initiate and perpetuate all of this. It's entirely thanks to the audience that we've been able to achieve what we've been able to achieve thus far. We plan to do a lot more as long as we're on the air. And the only way that we stay on the air is by you going to InfoWarsStore.com. So a big thank you to everybody who makes purchases from InfoWarsStore.com. And uh, if you aren't sure why you'd want to go to Info, oh, I'll, just, I'll just enjoy the content for free. Well, you're, you're more than welcome to do that. But tell you what, while you're here, just open up a new tab, open up a new window on your computer, and just go start reading information about these products. There's so much information about all of these products on the InfoWars store. It's practically another form of InfoWars itself where you're not just getting advertisements for these things. It'll, it'll actually explain why uh, something like iodine is valuable, how it works, how much you need, where it used to be, and where it's being depleted. So – you know, things like iodine, people go, yeah, I generally know what iodine is. You put it on cuts and stuff, and I think, you know, like um, all, all sorts of uh, people like um, people like uh, uh, flight attendants take iodine because they are up in the air so much they're introduced to a lot of atmospheric radiation, so they have to take iodine just as on a regular basis. Uh, and you can learn all this sorts of stuff on InfoWarsStore.com, so if you don't know – so far, if there's anything that you might enjoy, just go start reading what you know what some of these things can do for you. Things like fizzy magnesium are fifty percent off. Brain Force Brain Force Ultra is fifty percent off. Brain Force Plus is now sixty percent off. Super male and female vitality fifty percent off. So just massive discounts, and a lot of these are in limited supply, including Knockout, Alpha Power, Vaso Beats, DNA Force Plus, and Vitamin D3 gummies. All of those are going to be selling out very soon. So if you want to take advantage of this massive discount of 50 to 60 uh, and sometimes just 40% off, plus you're getting an additional 10% off with the promo code 1776. So go there today. Keep us on the air and keep us in this information ecosystem. And with that, we return to some of these just absolutely insane videos as it be, is becoming increasingly obvious that the Democrats are desperate to a point of absurdity. And it's amazing the hypocrisy, the irony, the projection of the left. So we just watched in that last segment 
NBC anchors really trying very hard and with not too much success talk about why censorship is necessary in this country, why the government or some sort of other corporate overlord should have veto power on what you're allowed to discuss. I mean, strip away all of the rhetorical trickery, and that's what you're left with is just a blatant call for government censorship in the United States of America. Almost unimaginable, except it reaches new levels, new heights of bizarreness. When you look at the language that the Democrats are using against Republicans, it's amazing. You know, they they say InfoWars is hateful. You could watch InfoWars every day for a year. You won't hear much hate coming from us except for hate of sin, hate of evil, hate of corruption, hate of tyrants, hate of authoritarianism, hate of all of the evil and bad stuff that you're supposed to hate as a human being. You don't find any hate for groups of people or religions or anything of the sort because we genuinely love everyone. But the other thing, just as often as we're called hate mongers with completely – in just a completely baseless manner, is we're called uh, fear mongers. Oh, they love calling us fear mongers. They claim that we run a, an, an ecosystem of hate here and hate and, and fear. We just want everybody to be scared and, and hateful all the time. Literally couldn't be farther from the truth, and it's not fear mongering if you're pointing out something that is an actual threat to everybody around. So again, just the irony and the hypocrisy. On one hand, you've got the Democrats calling for censorship while they simultaneously call InfoWars fearmongers as a way to justify the censorship that they're imposing while simultaneously telling their voters, telling the Democrats that if you vote Republican, if you go along with the InfoWars line, then your children will be arrested and killed. And we may not be able to report on this because if you vote for the Republicans, they'll impose censorship. It's like – it's not just that they're lying. It's that everything in their reality is an inverted, completely backwards, apples and oranges. I mean it's just bizarro world on f- all fronts. Let's go now to clip number 12. As presidential historian Michael – Beschloschiff, <laughs> sorry, um, is on MSNBC. Again, MSNBC, wonderful people, right? Uh, here's him talking about why you have to vote Democrat this cycle. It's called fear-mongering. Here it is. A historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country, and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which, which I'm not certain of, but if that is true, a historian will say what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. We're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. I can't believe it. No, sorry, I don't. Sorry, I don't believe it. I meant to say I don't believe that because it's not true because what the hell are you talking about? I mean these people live in a total and complete fantasy world. They think the GOP and Republicans are trying to impose some sort of tyrannical system while they themselves on the very same program are trying to justify why a centralized authority should have veto control over your thoughts and discussions online. I mean – the, the the temerity of these people, the, the balls of these people. 
Marder Maid posted this. It's an excerpt from the, that great article from Time magazine, The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign that Saved 2020. Marder Maid says, just a reminder, Time magazine reported that the same people who organized and managed the George Floyd riots had the same thing planned in 400 cities in case the GOP showed any backbone as the progressives stole the 2020 election from Donald Trump. And this election, it really is – it really is incredible. Remember, they called January 6th an insurrection. Why? Because a couple people walked through the open doors of the Capitol. Here's what they say about what they were planning on if Trump would have actually been victorious in the 2020 election. They say the summer uprising had shown people – had shown that people power could have a massive impact. Activists began preparing to rep- pr- reprise the demonstrations if Trump tried to steal the election, a.k.a. if he won. They planned protests – with more than 150 liberal groups from the Women's March to the Sierra Club to Color of Change, the Democrats.com, Democrat Socialist of America, 150 groups planning 400 post-election demonstrations. They were planning an insurrection. They were planning a nationwide coup. It's all projection from them. Everything they accuse us of, they are actually doing to a greater degree. The answer to 1984 is 1776. And the answer to get an additional 10% off at InfoWarsStore.com is 1776. We're running the Save InfoWars special right now. 40 to 50% off store wide books, films, uh, documentaries, t shirts, water filtration. Everything is massively discounted up to 50%. But when you use promo code 1776, get an additional 10% off. That's up to 60% off and double Patriot points, which means 10% off on your next order as well. These aren't just great products that empower your body, your immune system, your focus, your clarity, your, your libido. They also keep us on air. We're in an info war. We're not funded by George Soros, the Democratic Party, or the globalists. We're funded by viewers and listeners and patriots like you. So please visit InfoWarsTour.com today. The sale's about to end. Promo code 1776 for up to 60% off. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalists. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalists. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back ladies and gentlemen spending this first hour and we'll probably spend a little bit more of the show on pure and simple politics as of course we are four days away from a very important election that the democrats look like they're primed to lose in spectacular fashion 
So it makes sense, doesn't it, why they're taking the tax that they do? They're, I mean, it's just, it, it is just truly wild. It's truly wild. It, it's obvious, right? When you can't win on your merits, when you can't get people to vote for you because of the ideas that you champion, you only have a couple of other options, and they're taking all of them. One is to just ignore all of the actual policies that are actually affecting people's lives and instead just make outrageous, horrific claims about your opponents as this presidential historian does when he claims that uh, your children will be arrested and conceivably killed and history will will go away because they'll impose censorship if the republicans win it won't be a democracy anymore it'll be an authoritarian nazi hell world they just have to push that no evidence no can't even point to a single republican or a single policy that would reflect anything of the sort just it's completely imaginary but they have to convince you of this because they they don't actually have any arguments to make, which is the other reason why they are actually supporting government censorship openly at this point. Totally un-American, should be disqualifying for anybody, like not even a politician. It's like, well, it's disqualifying. You don't understand the First Amendment in the Bill of Rights. Then you shouldn't be a government you know, authority in this country, obviously. But even things like news anchors, if you're – a news anchor that is advocating in favor of censorship by the government, just no one should ever trust you ever again for about anything really. But this is what they have to push push towards. This is what they have to try to invoke, fear of some unseen imaginary enemy and government censorship and government thought control because they, they have nothing else. And let's just go through some of these some of these headlines in this political stack just to show how very screwed the Democrats are on every angle with every candidate. They are just bad. <laughs> there's no there's no better word for it. They're just bad people. And we'll, we'll talk about what exactly is happening here. CBS shows John Fetterman's gigantic computer system he needs with a stenographer typing out questions in real time in order to speak. CBS showed Pennsylvania Democrat John Fetterman's gigantic computer system that he needs to hold a somewhat normal conversation. Fetterman can barely speak after a massive stroke in May. If I was making a comedy, if I was making a Monty Python-style feature movie mocking the American electoral system, it would not be as ridiculous as this. The idea that we have a mentally incapacitated monster who is just openly being fed what to say by a computer by somebody sitting behind a curtain it's straight up wizard of oz it's some who who is who are we talking to when you're talking to fetterman it's not him because he's not the one answering he's reading a script in real time in normal conversation and interviews with the public i mean i thought it was ridiculous when you had you know aoc early on in her little career in politics, and she would be asked things like, "What do you think about the Israeli-Palestine issue?" And she'd say, "Well, that's a complicated issue. I really need to need to talk to my people to to figure out where I where we stand on that." It's like, "Well, are you a person? Are you a person with beliefs, or are you just a vessel for other people's beliefs because you don't understand or believe anything?" It's like, "No, the answer is I'm a vessel for other people's beliefs because I don't understand or believe anything." But they won't actually say that. I thought that was ridiculous. Now this is a whole new level where you just have. Special needs 
We're not going to call them like political puppets anymore. We're going to call them Fettermans. Fetterman, yeah, yeah. It's like the new political puppet pawn. I mean, literally, like, w- would it be would it be less ridiculous if you had Fetterman with like string tape to tape to his chin, and there's somebody under the table pulling his his chin up and down and throwing their, their voice, up his butt. yeah, and going, oh, no, I really believe that. That's super true. And and like the CBS anchor is just like, wow, thank you for that, Mr. Fetterman. I mean, you might as it might as well be that. It might as well be literally strings around his his wrists and and ankles and like a you know somebody going in and moving his mouth up and down and pretending to speak weekend at fetterman's yeah it's basically weekend at fetterman's and then then they go but you have to vote for him because otherwise uh democracy is over just incredible again the democrats should be insulted if you're a democrat you should be outraged that this is how they're treating you they're running literal puppets they're running pinocchio okay so maybe don't give them your vote maybe they don't deserve it Maybe you don't deserve to be treated like this. I don't know. <laughs> Incredible. But, of course, Fetterman is uh, the best they got in Pennsylvania, just like Joe Biden is the best they got nationwide, just like Kamala Harris is the best they got in female black category. I mean, this is the best they got. So I, I don't know what to tell you. Any any of these people you vote for, it's a, it's a sin. How a secret meeting between uh, – I'm sorry. How a secret meeting put Hakeem Jeffries on track to replace Pelosi. Oh, yeah. If there's one thing I think of when I think of the name Hakeem Jeffries, it's Speaker of the House. It's he should be promoted. He's got to be one of the dumbest people in Congress. But they're actually thinking about putting him in place uh, instead of Nancy Pelosi in case it wasn't obvious that this election is extremely important for the future of our country. God forbid we have somebody like Hakeem Jeffries sitting in the Speaker of the House. But again, it's just like Nancy Pelosi, horribly corrupt bizarre looking plastic witch with a gay husband who is just makes hundreds of millions from insider trading loans warmonger tried to actually do a coup with mark milley to take the presidential powers from president trump while he was still in office i mean just vicious disgusting viscerally rejected evil or maybe she'll be replaced by dunce special needs sitting in a corner hakeem jeffries I mean, these are these are your people. These are the Democrat champions. These are the these are the best of the best that you got. Well, it's okay. There's, I mean, there's a lot of Democrats across the country. Not all of them can be that stupid and or evil, right? Well, no, some of them are just are just sick, right? Like this radical leftist Katie Hobbs's husband is a child therapist who specializes in gender transitions for children. Carrie Lake says, "quote We cannot let this monster anywhere near the governor's office." So, like, even when they're not stupid or corrupt they are just ideologically bizarre and evil so they're either like stealing all of your money or uh destroying your life for daring to question them or castrating children in pursuit of some satanic goal truly absurd victor davis hansen put this out on twitter trump took no salary when potus and they investigated him then and now Yet no one will investigate the Bidens. Take a glance below. Yeah, no corruption there, lol. And apparently the Bidens released their tax returns. And in 2016, they made a little under $400,000 in that one year. Fast forward to 2016, 2017, they were making nearly $17 million. Wow, absolutely incredible. How'd they do that? How'd they pull that off? Oh, I know, crime. I know what it was. It was crime and corruption. I figured it out. 
where is the Biden investigation? Where is the investigation into Hunter and Joe? We don't even need one because we actually know. We actually have all of the evidence of all of the corrupt activity they were involved in. But no, the uh, New York attorney general has to go through Trump's tax returns from the late 80s to find mismatched property values in order to uh, frame it as some sort of corruption scandal. And look, I usually don't delve into petty stuff like fashion. We all understand that the first lady we had while Trump was in office was a beautiful, gracious, loving, good person. And that was reflected in her uh, fashion choices. Jill Biden has gone full Cruella DeVille. I don't know if you've seen this. But yeah, I'm just not fashion. I, I could care less about fashion, but it is embarrassing. It, it, you know, this is a woman that is supposed to represent, again, the best of America. She's supposed to be this symbol of what it is to be, you know, the, the main support system by a powerful man. And uh, she is literally walking around in a, a business suit made out of skinned Dalmatian puppies. And it's just bizarre to see. It's just incredibly bizarre. It's like a symbol. It, was this on Halloween? Was this a Halloween getup? Was she dressing as Cruella DeVille or she just it just spoke to her for some reason? Wait, those are polka dots. Yeah, no, they're Dalmatian polka dots. She had to skin baby puppies to get this. I can only imagine. And she's wearing red shoes, which I we all know what that means. I think skinning baby puppies is just a hobby of hers. I don't think she actually <laughs> wears them. <laughs> she, doesn't do, she doesn't do anything productive with the puppies. She just skins them and <laughs> eats them raw. Gavin Newsom warns Democrats red wave is coming Tuesday. Yeah, they know they're getting destroyed on, quote, messaging. But it's not the messaging you're getting destroyed by. See, you have total control of all the messaging uh, platforms. So it's not that your message isn't getting out there. It's that your message is a hateful, destructive one that everybody rejects. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Let's keep uh, talking about what's happening in the political front. A lot of videos to show you to illustrate the points that we're making here. And we'll get to some of those later this hour. We'll open up the phone lines as well. We actually have a pre-recorded interview that we did yesterday after the show with candidate for Congress in Washington's 3rd District, Joe Kent. It was a very interesting discussion we got into a lot of really important topics and he had some some great solutions for how we can move forward and why it's incumbent on any american who values what it is that 
this country was founded on, it's incumbent on all of them to vote Republican. Even if it, even if you don't like to do it, even if you are having to break through decades of programming that tell you you have to vote for Democrat or else you're a bad person, you, you got to just do the right thing and vote for the people who don't want to dismantle this country and destroy you in the process. It's it's really the only logical choice to make at this point. Just you're in your own personal life. Is your life better now two years after total Democrat domination of federal politics? Skyrocketing inflation, open border. I mean, do we need to go through the list again or can you just open your eyes and go walk around your neighborhood and see the tangible effects the Democrat policies have around the country? We don't you don't need us to tell you this. You just need to have enough trust in your own observation to be able to trust your own eyes over the ridiculous lies you're continuously fed. So continuing with the topic of politics and the complete failure of Democrats to field even a single acceptable candidate, Washington Post column calls for Biden and Harris to drop out of the 2024 race, saying their unfitness has been demonstrated. Uh, Washington Post columnist George Will called on both President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris to not seek the White House in 2024 in a scathing piece Wednesday, calling them unfit for office. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe one of those other great Democrats could step up in their place. Like Hillary Clinton, maybe. (laughs) Maybe Hillary Clinton and AOC. I don't know. Who are some other big Democrat stars? Maybe Bernie Sanders could uh, take another crack at it. You got nobody. You got nobody. The only person that you could even feasibly run would be CIA operative Pete Buttigieg. But even him, nobody even knows how to pronounce his name. So how are they going to vote for him? It's ridiculous. Again, the desperation is palpable. It is obvious. It is oozing from their every pore, even as they try to claim that they never said defund the police. And actually, it's red states that are experiencing the crime wave, not blue states. Sure, if you believe that, fine, I guess. You know, If you believe that, you shouldn't be allowed to vote in the first place, but hopefully people aren't falling for this absolutely ridiculous talking point that's claiming that red states are the real crime problems here. No, it's not the Democrats openly letting out tens of thousands of violent criminals to the streets. No, it's probably those, it's probably those red states with all the farmers and stuff. Incredible stuff. Uh, th- this argument from... AEI.org. It's not bad. The red state murder problem is just a Democrat-driven myth where he just systematically goes through and destroys these talking points, pointing out that the only place where you have a massive spike in lethality and um, violent crime in general are in Democrat-run cities inside red states. You can see why they're freaking out. You know, One of their big victories over the last couple years is convincing white women who live in the suburbs to vote for Democrats because they're so scared of Donald Trump's uh, big mean mouth. Uh, He says these bad words and that makes white women feel very uncomfortable. And so they would rather vote for a decrepit child molester in Joe Biden. Doesn't make any sense, but who said it had to? This survey, however, has found that white women living in the suburbs now favor Republicans by 15 percentage points That's up from the previous poll where they favored Democrats by 12 percentage points, meaning that in a single year, there has been a full 27-point swing 
from white su- suburban women, which I think is what happens when you tell white suburban women that you are going to kidnap their children and castrate them. And if they disagree, then they'll be taken by CPS. Maybe not the smartest move, guys. I don't know. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, thanks so much for being here with us. Second hour has begun. Time is flying by here as we're trying to fit as much news as possible into this episode as we down let the as we as we take the final steps here in this race towards november 8th and the midterm elections we are going to open up the phone calls for your input go ahead and give us a call the number to dial is 1-877-789-2539 1-877-789-2539 give us a call here at american journal i want to know how do we prevent the steal what can we do between now and tuesday what can each each one of us individually or as collective do to prevent another 2020? Is there anything we could do? I mean, I was thinking about this yesterday. Think about this. They could just do it again. They could just do it again. They could just do it. I can see it now, November 8th, 2022. It's a red wave all across the nation from governorship to Congress, to Senate, every race is leaning Republican, some outright Republican victories early on in the night. It's obvious the way this is going until about midnight when suddenly all of the voting gets shut down. Everyone goes to sleep only to wake up at four in the morning to found that the mail-in ballot tranches have gone entirely and exclusively towards the Democrats. And it turns out that all the red victory that we thought on the night of Tuesday, by Wednesday morning, it's all been wiped out and now it's entirely Democrat victories across the board. Turns out that after midnight, not a single Republican vote came in. Every mail-in ballot was Democrat. It could be the most obvious deal ever. And the Democrats would say, what are you going to do about it? They'd put machine guns, mount machine guns on on turrets outside of state capitals across the country and just dare people. What are you going to do? What are you going to protest? What are you going to stage an insurrection? Are you going to question election results? We spent the last two years – telling the American people that questioning the election results is terrorism and is an insurrection and is a violence that threatens this very democracy. You don't think we'll shoot your ass with a machine gun? They're already mounted. They're already armed. They're already staffed and ready to go, laser sighted. So, yeah, go ahead, protest, see what happens. You think the election was stolen? <laughs> a baseless claim? Why don't you do something about it? And what would you do? What could any of us do? And this is what they have set up. They've spent the last two years. I mean, it's what they did before. It's what they already did. It's why we were able to predict exactly what was going to happen long before the votes were even cast. People were asking. People like Tim Pool would make videos every day going, are the Democrats trying to lose? People like myself were here on air going, yeah, yeah, they're trying to lose because they're going to cheat to win. And they're doing it in a way where it will be obvious that they cheat. But they know that they have control of the media systems, so the legitimate claims of cheating that are provable and with evidence will never make it to air. People – the vast majority of people who don't go out of their way to find this information on websites like InfoWars will have no idea what the claims even are. 
So they'll be able to claim that there was no cheating, even though it was absurdly obvious to everybody, and that will piss off the Trump Republicans who can see the cheating going on. And that's what they want because they want a reaction from the Republicans so they can claim that the Republicans are trying to steal an election. They're trying to do a coup, and they can frame any questioning of the Democrats and questioning of the election is in and of itself terrorism. And so that type of language cannot be tolerated anymore. That type of discussion, that type of thought will be made illegal. I mean it's been obvious since the very beginning. But you really have to ask, why wouldn't they cheat at this point? Why wouldn't they just openly, in the most obvious way you can possibly imagine, more obvious than 2020, why would they not do that again? If they did do it, what do you think would happen? Just play it out in your, in your head. What would happen if the Democrats just openly cheated on Tuesday to win? Would anybody protest? Would anybody feel like they could go out and protest and not risk being thrown into prison for 10 years? Would anybody be willing to go out and, you know, wave a sign outside of your state capitol without having your face sent to some FBI database and getting a knock on your door later? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but it seems pretty obvious that uh, they've set up a system in which for them to be able to cheat is – Guaranteed victory. So why wouldn't they do it? Meanwhile, we have more leftist violence to add to the stack, add to the pile. On top of the several dozen murders that have occurred just this year by leftist activists targeting Republicans and or just your average white American Christian. We now have shots fired at Republican candidate Pat Herringen's North Carolina home. Isn't it, I mean, isn't it just amazing how these two things are – you know, you've got Paul Pelosi gets attacked by a hammer, no information about the attack, no, no hint that it is even politically motivated other than baseless assertions by people with a, with a reason to want that to be the truth. And yet it becomes a talking point immediately. This is, this is the consequence of Republicans questioning election. Their dangerous language justifies this type of violence. And then you have this Republican, Pat Herringen, who actually has his house shot up immediately after there was a ad by his opponent that showed exactly where he lived. His opponent – Democrat Jeff Jackson has been forced to pull an ad filmed outside his opponent's lakeside home, criticizing his ownership of a ritzy home in a neighborhood outside the, outside the confines of the district. So you've got the Democrat making an ad where he's like, look, this is this guy's home, and he's an evil person that wants your children dead. Here's his home. Here's his home, and he is an evil tyrant that wants to kill your children and is, and is providing guns to murderers to kill your children. Here he is. Here's his home. This is where he lives, and then like two days later, uh, the house is shot up, and – Which is ironic. Nobody treats this oh, – well, of course it's ironic. I mean these people are – it's ironic. It's hypocritical. It's, it's everything, but have you even heard about this story? They make, yeah, it's all over the internet. Is it? I, I saw it on one – I saw one story on Daily Mail. I, saw, I didn't see it on Google News. I did not see it on – It's uh, on the Drudge Report. It's on uh, Citizen Free Press. It's on all the alternative stuff, but that's, that's my point. How much did you hear about – I mean how many times – how many clips have we played on this show of Paul Pelosi, of people making the Paul Pelosi event to be evidence of vast right-wing conspiracy Which, to commit political violence? I had a shower thought about. 
Remember how like two weeks ago there was that uh, footage that was released of Pelosi where she was unhinged and she said she wanted to punch Donald Trump out? Yeah. What if she was the person who gave a, a nice blow to Paul? What if, you know, maybe he was drinking, maybe philandering? Nancy, this is just a theory. Nancy Pelosi, theory. Nancy Pelosi with the hammer in the bedroom. Maybe not even a hammer. Maybe those iron fists. That's it. She kept her pimp hand strong. It's a, it's a game of clue. Dealt a blow, and then all of a sudden, we need to find someone. Hey, we got this illegal alien over here. Hey, man, would you like to stay in the country? Indefinitely. Boom. So, it's an interesting theory, Matt. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say no on that one. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think that's what happened. But hey, you you know all all speculation maybe, is welcome maybe. here. But hey, I don't have proof that that's not the case. So, but maybe speculate away. Yeah, there we go. Uh, all right, folks, we're going to start taking your phone calls in the next segment. We also have video, uh, audio, I guess, of of NPR who played the audio of a uh, of an abortion taking place. And I don't even I don't want to be the one to have to show it to you people. But I guess that's my job. So. I guess I will utterly horrific, demonic inversion of a natural and good thing. Uh, but it'll make you sick, but I guess we'll show it. I guess we'll show it to you later in this hour. We'll also talk about what's happening with uh, Kanye as he has revealed some truly disturbing revelations about, um, you know, him being, uh, being totally fairly targeted, totally getting what he deserves and suffering the consequences of his actions. <laughs> should I pretend to be anti-Kanye from now on? I'll just pretend to be uh, an ADL employee. No, I can't do that. It's too dishonest. Uh, meanwhile, we have this story. Don Lemon. The ADL would love to have you. Me and the me and the ADL, a match made in heaven. Right. Make me the president of the ADL and the NAACP. I'll get those organizations fixed up in no time. It'll be great. You're going to have to wait to find out what's happening with Don Lemon when we get back on the other side. Stay tuned. Your phone call's next. Look, it's not hype that InfoWars has changed the world. It's not hype that your support of InfoWars is the reason we were able to do this. So I salute you and I thank you. Now, you know about fluoride, the bad halogen on the periodic table. Well, high-quality iodine is the good halogen and does the opposite of fluoride. And when you've got it in your body, it doesn't just supercharge your cells. It doesn't just give you more energy. It doesn't just boost your immune system. But it also blocks the bad halogens in the fluoride, chlorine, bromide, bromine family. So, ladies and gentlemen, it takes about two weeks for X3 to kick in on average. Take a few drops every day, and almost everyone has dramatic results. Plus, it funds the InfoWar. So, what do you have to lose but taking action. Experience X3, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com right now for 50% off. Experience Tri-Iodine. Learn about the iodine fluoride conspiracy. Learn how to counter the fluoride and fund the InfoWar and empower your life at InfoWarsStore.com. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum. Right. Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto. Fun Infowars. 
sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now, InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. We've got COVID news. We've got Kanye news. We've got transhumanism, great reset, total controls, digital slavery news. We've got news about the completely brutal treatment of January 6th. Patriots revealed to be even more disgusting than ever before. We've got news about nuclear war and the ongoing outbreak of World War III. Just all sorts of wonderful things to discuss on today's program. We'll get to as much of it as possible. Remember, you can always find all of these stories and more on my Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. You can sign up for absolutely free or you can just visit it for free as well. But if you sign up for a, a paid monthly subscription, then you get access to our video vault where you can find all the videos that we show on this show and a lot that we don't even mention on this show. They're too spicy to even verbalize. So if you want to if you want to peek into the secret video vault, you've got to go to harrisonhillsmith.substack.com or offlimits.news to sign up today. Here's the story that we left off in the last segment with. Don Lemon's new show, CNN This Morning, bombs in debut. CNN's flashy new morning show, co-hosted by Don Lemon, Poppy Harlow, and Caitlin Collins, bombed in its debut episode on Tuesday. Despite heavy promotion from the network, CNN This Morning's first show drew a mere 387,000 viewers and averaged 71,000 viewers in its advertiser-coveted 25 to 54 age demographic, according to Nielsen ratings. <laughs> Whoo, boy. It's official. InfoWars has a more popular morning show than CNN. Absolutely incredible. No show across CNN, MSNBC, and or Fox News ranked lower than Lemon's program on Tuesday. Dubbed CNN This Morning, the broadcast was pitched as the left-leaning network's re-entry into the competitive morning show landscape and was heralded by Lemon as a promotion amid reports he was being demoted. <laughs> yeah, I got promoted. I got promoted to token gay guy on morning show sitting between two women all dressed in pink oof oof to move from 10 p.m primetime to one of three screeching gadflies in the morning ooh ooh i think i think it would be best for everybody if don lemon would just take over this show i think you could just have american journal but i think it would be predicated on the agreement that every single day he opened up the phone lines first thing in the show and he has to take every single call and just take it. Whatever they want to say to him, he's got to sit there and smile through the tears. I think that would be a hugely successful program. I think it would be amazing to see what the InfoWars audience would say to Don Lemon if they could call in and he had to field their calls. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be an extremely entertaining morning show. Wouldn't that be great if you could just wake up every morning and just tune in to see Don Lemon like, oh, God, all right, we have Max in Kansas on the air. Are they in the kitchen in that photo? <laughs> they, 
I don't know, man. Some type of trope. Yeah, they have like a like a chalkboard behind them. I mean, you can just picture working on this thing. I don't know if you've ever worked on any Hollywood kind of style thing like this. You can just imagine the the smile, the the sneering smiles that hide the the bubbling hatred that they all have for one another. See, I think I'll, should we write? Let's write like Good Morning in all these different languages. Yeah, that's pretty cool. How's that test? Should we do A-B testing on that? What's Pfizer have to say? What's Pfizer want us to do? It's just like ugh, just, ugh. it's all just disgusting. It's horrible. They're all horrible. But hey, you know what? If they actually tried to take calls from the American people, it would quickly devolve into just tears and, and anger. Because they're not us. We take calls, and we love you all. Let's go out to them now, shall we? We've got Brian in Ohio who wants to talk about how we can stop the steal. Thanks for calling in, Brian. You're on the air. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, I think uh, first things first, man, I think the people got to be vigilant, man. you got to stop fear-mongering. You've got to get out there and look at these polls. You've got to watch these polls. you got to watch these drop boxes. I mean, these are things we need to do. And like me personally, when they talk about spread Alex Jones, spread Alex Jones, he's on my campaign site. I've got you guys on my campaign site. So all you got to do is you can go there and watch all Bandai videos you want. Um, and, you know, because I'm running in 2024. So, you know, we've got to put a stop to this. And we got to come out in big numbers and vote in person. Don't be doing the mail-in, all that mm-hmm. Vote in person November eighth, and you know if they if they blatantly cheat after that, we all know what's coming. You know, Amen, Brian. <laughs> Tell you what, what do you? Uh, you're there in Ohio. What are you going to be running for? Well, right now they're trying to redistrict the map. I'm running District Two, okay? Because I'm tired of I'm tired of these Republicans. I know they're not that, Republicans. They, um, they, they, they don't do. They do not stand up for for us, man. They have not. You're absolutely so, right. Well, well, tell us what. Let's uh, let's stay in touch. Give us a call. You know, closer to the you know actual contest in 2024, and we'd love to have you on. And and you can you know we'll we'll help you uh, campaign there in Ohio because we love to see info warriors getting on the ballot. Uh, and you're right. I, I'm not trying to like fear monger. I'm not trying to. I'm just like pointing out why all of this stuff. Why we've been harping on it for the past four years that they've been laying the groundwork for a system in which they can cheat without compromise where they where they can cheat without the ability of of americans to do anything which is why we, we need we're, to be we're allowing that we're allowing it to happen right and, and we can and we can stop allowing it we can actually stop it from happening if we uh stop their their plans you know going into action we stop them from you know making it to where questioning the election is illegal then then we're okay. Then we can question the election. Then you can point out the inconsistencies. But if we allow them to get the censorship that they desire, then there really will be nothing uh, that we can do about it. And again, I don't want to don't want to be a pessimist here. Don't want to be don't want to be the the rain on the parade. But I do just have this sinking feeling of just like when you see these headlines where it's like uh, predictors show that there is going to be a massive red wave. I just get this like image of like four years from now. Where it's like, remember when we had all the? Remember we had both houses of Congress. Remember we had the Senate. Remember how the Republicans didn't do anything. So it's like I think the Republicans that are going to be getting into office next year, 
who are going to win on November 8th are going to be a different class of Republican. But regardless, it's up to us to hold the Republicans' feet to the fire and go, we gave you this mandate. Do something with it. Do not back down. Do not spend all of your time advocating for more weapons for Ukraine or some other ridiculous nonsense that seems to be the only thing the Republicans can get worked up about. It's more war and more violence and more weapon sales. It's like you need to get worked up about the – wholesale destruction of our very basic human rights in this country and we it's up to us again to hold the feet to the fire of the republicans because while i see the big red wave coming i see looming behind it higher than that the wave of disappointment in the republicans four years now when they do nothing with the mandate that we gift them so we really have to hold our republicans feet to the fire and demand that they do something with the power that we give them not just slow down the onslaught of the Democrats by some minor amount. With that, we go to Joe in Illinois, who also wants to talk about the elections. Uh, Thanks for calling in, Joe. We're running out of time here, but we'll hold you over if you uh, need it. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I've been election judge for a couple of years. I mean, I I did election judging a couple of times, and I noticed that they changed the, uh, in the recent elections here, they changed the uh, computer system. So now they're using um apple technology and like different things for uh for the voting and uh i mean i just thought it was kind of a heck of a time to be changing over to that technology but uh yeah uh uh, no early don't early vote vote in person day of the election so this year alone they changed the uh software all right we're going to pick this up on the other side talk about more of what you can do every single one of us can do on election day the answer to 1984 is 1776 and the answer to get an additional 10% off at InfoWarsStore.com is 1776. We're running the Save InfoWars special right now. 40 to 50% off store-wide books, films, uh, documentaries, t-shirts, water filtration. Everything is massively discounted up to 50%. But when you use promo code 1776, get an additional 10% off. That's up to 60% off and double Patriot points, which means 10% off on your next order as well. These aren't just great products that empower your body, your immune system, your focus, your clarity, your, your libido. They also keep us on air. We're in an info war. We're not funded by George Soros, the Democratic Party, or the globalists. We're funded by viewers and listeners and patriots like you. So please visit InfoWarsTour.com today. The sale's about to end. Promo code 1776 for up to 60% off. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Show a quick video here before going out to your phone calls. Simply titled, Trump is that dude. And there's been a couple videos like this that have been making the rounds recently. And obviously, Trump isn't even running in this election. This video is just too good not to play. It's too it's too uplifting and heartwarming and sincere and and real and right and accurate and good to not play. So we're we're gonna go ahead and play it. I don't know who this woman is. I don't know if she has a, a following or anything. I just know she made a video where she's talking about her support of Trump as an African American woman. And uh boy is it a good video. Let's go now to clip number fifteen. I ain't never heard of him being racist prior to running, the pr- running for president. 
That's just me, though. I mean, because any two ways you look at it, the man won his presidency without the black vote. What he need it for? What he need us for? Tell me what he need me for. He don't need me. But for some reason, he always get up on that stage talking about how low black unemployment is. Because he legitimately cares. You never heard Obama get on stage talking about black unemployment. He couldn't. Because under his first two years with a Democratic Congress, it doubled. Black unemployment under Barack Obama doubled. How many of y'all know that? It doubled. It literally doubled. It went from 8% to 16%. How you get around that and no media say nothing about that? But Donald Trump getting it to the lowest has ever been recorded. Like I said, he don't need us. He does not need the black vote. The black vote didn't put him in office. The black vote ain't going to take him out of office. But the fact that he gets up there on them stages every chance he get and tells us how we are doing because we, I ain't going to say that, we too crazy to realize it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got to do that. He ain't, he ain't got to get up there when he was running for president. He didn't have to get out there talking about, um, what do you have to lose? Vote for me. He didn't have to do that. Like Trump put that, that down. But he did. And we grateful that he did. You know, it's some smart folks out there that happen to be darker skinned like me. Mm-hmm. You just got to find them. See, a lot of them scared to say something because they scared somebody going to say something back to me. I'm a step. What's up? <laughs> you got something said about Donald Trump? What? I ain't got no MAGA hat. My damn head too damn big to be trying to wear a MAGA hat. So I can't wear no MAGA hat I know where. But I got a MAGA sweater in there that I wear. I wore it to work. Nobody said nothing. I'm a big old bitch. They better not say nothing. <laughs> uh, how can you not love that woman? <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, dude, what are you talking about my mom about? Dude, I love it, man. Album's amazing. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, she's great. I'm telling you. It's like that, you know. That's why you don't fall into the the freaking racial nonsense they try to in, uh, inject you with. Man, there's uh, there's people that get it on all sides. I just I love the way she expresses it. <laughs> you can tell it's real. <laughs> I'm wearing MAGA hat. My head's too damn big. <laughs> uh I don't even have anything to add to it. I just really enjoy that video. It's, it's absolutely right. And it's like, this is the thing. I just wish people would realize, like, just stop listening to the liars. The Democrats are out there telling you just the most ridiculous nonsense. Republicans, they want y'all back in chains. You, they're, they're all KKK members. They secretly meet together and draw swastikas on each other. Like, it's just, what are they talking about? Literally, it's just, we just want what's best for everybody. We want what's best for you. I don't know... I don't know how this gets lost in the mix, but it's like we want what's best for everybody in this country, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. Like there's just simple things that contribute to the advancement and the, the embetterment of entire swaths of civilization, and that's all we want. And it we do it, and then there's tangible effects where things get better for everybody. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Somehow then you get labeled a, a – racist kkk member and uh, and people actually fall for it. it it is truly wild i'd forgotten that the black unemployment doubled in obama's first two years as if that you know was counter to uh the plan they don't want you being successful they don't want a thriving 
you know, black community filled with black-owned small businesses. They want big business to own everything, to treat absolutely everybody as slaves, and they want huge swaths of the population without jobs, reliant on the government, so they have to do whatever the government says and that they owe allegiance and they owe their very lives to the the gift of daddy government. It's a scam. It's a scheme, and they're tricking you when they make claims of uh, that they actually care about you. Yes, hello? Uh, we're going to go out to the phone calls now. We've got – I want to go to someone new I haven't heard from before. Uh, I know I've heard from Robert before, but he, he does call in from Thailand, so – that's something else. Oh, yeah, we did hold Joe over. All right, Joe in Illinois. Uh, go ahead and let you finish your thoughts up on the elections, sir. You're on the air. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, so they have these uh, these new voting uh, things. I mean, like, I, I mean, I just feel like no matter which way it goes, it's not going to matter either way. I mean, like, it doesn't take an idiot to tell you, like, you know, what people want and what people, like, refuse to put up with. So, I mean, it doesn't matter if they change the voting you know, uh, computers all that much. I mean, like, if people don't want a candidate, they're not going to have that, you know? And, like, I mean, I mean, like, worst-case scenario, I mean, like, what's going to happen? They're going to, like, uh, you know, reform the union, you know? I mean, you got, so, like, California people out there are, like, already, like, you know, breaking away and doing their own thing. I mean, like, if that's what it takes, I'm sure that's what it would become, but I just feel like, I mean, there's so much in voting that, like, people, like, forget. I mean, like, I, I on, on the ignorant, like, voted early voting, and I could tell there was, like, you know, I mean, the last election was came out terrible. Uh, I mean, nobody told me about early voting, so I, I but um, beside all that, I'm saying, like, early voting, don't do it. Vote in day, uh, same day in person. I would say vote paper, but, like, because they changed the computer systems, I don't really think it matters all that much. I mean, it yeah. used to matter. It used to, like, you know, vote paper. It was, like, an absolute way they had to count your ballot. I'm pretty sure if you vote provisional, though, you can, uh, they do, like, absolutely have to, like, read your ballot and make sure that your ballot is uh, read. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I, so I wanted to say, you know, vote uh, same day in person. And um, also I wanted to give a shout-out to Kanye West. I saw that, like, you know, he, like, you know, backed away from all those jive businesses. And, like, you know, I mean, I I, I saw some of the business, something like, like uh, what was it, Def Jam or some, you know, all that crazy stuff. Like, I mean, all the stuff on, like, BET that is just, like, so, like, uh, like. Destructive and, and degenerate and horrible for anybody that consumes it. I completely agree. We're, we're going to cover Kanye West yeah. uh, probably in the next segment. But thank you so much for the call. I do want to get to another call here about. Uh, the elections and everything. Let's go to Johnny. Uh, I'm sorry, Jay in Knoxville. Singing Johnny Knoxville. Jay in Knoxville. You want to talk about the cheating that we expect to happen next week? Thanks for calling in, Jay. You're on the air. Yeah, man. It's Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk, talk about the idea that they're going to steal it next week. Um, I don't think they will. I mean, and I kind of have a, a an idea about it. So we all know that their voters are stupid. Um, the talking heads, you know, like Don Lemon, <laughs> he's stupid. Um, most of the politicians are stupid, but the people behind the scenes aren't stupid. You know, they're, they're smart, they're slick, they're evil scumbags. Right. And I mean, they don't really have anything. So like you were showing earlier, you were showing Jill Biden. She looked ridiculous as always. Joe Biden always looks ridiculous. They, they keep trotting him out there, giving him a live mic. And 
I mean, all the things that they're doing aren't things that smart people would be doing if they wanted to even look like they were going to win. I mean, you know, they're running this mental defective that looks like a meth dealer from the Hells Angels. And they're like, yeah, that's our senator. He was a guy in the hoodie. <laughs> the, the, the number one issue, genital mutilation for children, post-birth abortion, I think uh, picking a nuclear war. All right, so so what, are they, um, what are they doing? Well, you know, what, what, is the smart, what is the smart play of running stupid candidates? So I think that it's the opposite. I think that they're doing everything that they can to make sure they don't even win by accident. Um, because, All right, well, hold on. I'm, I'm going to want you to expand on this. We're going to hold you over, too. We'll go back to Jay in Knoxville on the other side, and then we'll get into Kanye West news. Stay tuned, folks. It's American Journal. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Okay. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know... I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection. Objection. All right, let's move on. No, I mean, and people care about the First Amendment. The biggest sale of 2022 at InfoWarsStore.com is about to end. All our products are marked down at least 40 to 50%. But with promo code 1776, get an additional 10% off and double Patriot points. That's 60% off and 10% off on your next order as well. You cannot beat the deal. Plus, we've got incredible products like Vitamin Mineral Fusion, X3, DNA Force Plus. The list goes on and on. And these products aren't just amazing. They also fund the tip of the spear in the fight against the New World Order. So I want to thank you all for your previous support. And I want to encourage you now to take advantage of the best deals of 2022 at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Get up to 60% off and it keeps us on the air. And it boosts your immune system and so much more. Take action now. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Jay in Knoxville. Jay, you, you have a theory that you basically think the Democrats are are throwing the election, that they're not interested in winning. I I, I don't know. I think I think they just really believe they have this level of control. I mean, they're, they're screwed by their own ideology. You know, it's like, you know, they, they, I I think the people are, are legitimate when they're like, yeah, I'm going to vote for a mental incompetent John Fetterman over Oz because it's just that important. I mean, they have these people radicalized to a point where they will vote for literally they could put a ventriloquist puppet on stage and, and be controlling it from strings from behind the stage. And nobody knows who controls the strings. And they would still vote for him because he's got a D next to his name. I mean, I, I don't know. So f- finish up your, your theory here. Why do you think they're trying to throw this election? 
Yes. Yeah, so I think they're trying to throw it, and most of it. Uh, there's going to be one or two that, they, that I think they actually are going to focus the, uh, the steel on. Um, but I, I, I think they know that trying to steal a House majority isn't really feasible for them. And the Senate, I mean, they already own a bunch of our senators. We don't. We probably don't even know all the ones that they own. So, I mean, we're not going to get a, a super majority. It doesn't really benefit them to hold on to Congress when they're destroying the country. Everything they do, they pass by by fiat, you know, and the media covers for them. Uh, they don't need legislation to start a nuclear war. <laughs> they don't need a legislation to, to, to send $80 billion to Ukraine. They just do it anyway. So if they can make it look like the Republicans got a big victory, then they're going to be in a better position in 2024 to hold on to the White House. Um, you know, with the help of the media. Um, and then the other thing is, this is crazy. I don't know. This might be really crazy, but I wouldn't be surprised if they actually were out there doing their usual vote rigging and stuff. But if they did it for a couple of Republican candidates that they don't really care about, like that they aren't scared of, like maybe Dr. Oz or something, because um, if they can catch a few fake Republicans doing some cheating, then maybe they think they can insulate themselves against um, any investigation that a Republican Congress will try to do and, and kind of take that issue away from us. Um, and the ones I'd be worried about is just a couple of governors. Yeah, no, this is this is some very uh, high level analysis you're, you're giving us here. You've really you've really played this out in your head because I, I, I can't say I disagree with you. And if I was. Well, well, the level, if I was the level of you know conniving that the Democrats are, I think you're you've, you're on to something here. You know, what makes it for me was when because we've been worried that they're going to do a big false flag for a long time, and then the one that they chose to do was to make it look like Nancy Pelosi's husband is a gay pervert with a hammer fetish. And they did it the weekend that Twitter went alt right again. And I said, these people aren't trying to win anything; they're trying to look ridiculous. Yeah, but no, it makes sense that like, you know, if they know that the country is going to go down, I mean, they've already put in all the policies into place unless unless you can reverse things that are really irreversible at this point, then things are going to get worse. So it maybe would be beneficial to them for them to have the Republicans in office to go, well, it's a Republicans fault. They're either blocking our, our things that we're trying to do that are good. They're not letting us do them or all the things that are bad. It's the Republicans fault because they're the ones that have Congress in the Senate right now. That's actually not a bad idea, and, and it's true. They do do most stuff just through the executive branch anyway at this point, so it's really not going to slow down their agenda that much. I think that's a very insightful analysis there, Jay. Thank you so much for that call, and uh, I guess we'll just wait and see. I'm sorry. I do want to get to some more of these calls and some more of these stories. Let's talk about what's happening with Kanye West. We'll take your calls on the subject here in just a second. The story is that Infowars.com. Kanye West is back on Twitter and has been sharing some truly horrific information on there. Kanye shares texts alleging, allegedly showing his trainer told him to apologize to Jewish people or be forcibly institutionalized. Pretty incredible stuff. Ye West on Thursday returned to Twitter to share scandalous texts purportedly from his Jewish trainer, Harley Pasternak, telling him to, quote, please apologize to my people or else he'll have him, quote, institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. I mean this is wild. This dude is a fitness trainer, right? How he would even have the power to do this in the first place is not clear. But apparently he was involved with the original hospitalization of Kanye. 
Kanye posted this out saying, what should be obvious by now is that I was raised to stand for my truth regardless of the consequences. So I'll say this again. I was mentally misdiagnosed and nearly drugged out of my mind to make me manageable – to make me a manageable, well-behaved celebrity. And we know this is what they do. We, see, we saw it on the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial where you saw like behind-the-scenes stuff where Amber Heard is freaking out and they literally have doctors and like assistants there being like, all right, well, let's just put her on drugs to calm her down. And then we'll handle this ourselves. Like the, every celebrity is surrounded by these people that manage them with complete disregard to the well-being of the celebrity themselves and focusing on nothing but the you know, outcome for the, the, the brand that is the celebrity you could say. Ye goes on to say, I was told if I expose the truth of – the bad business practices, everything is going to be taken from me, including my black children, and everyone has bore witness to the public, uh, til- public Emmett Tilling of yay, but God has put something in my heart not to back down. I, I got to say, clearly God did put something in Kanye's heart because if this was me and if these were the text messages I was getting from somebody, I might kill them. I'm not even kidding. I am really surprised that – People are able to get away with this type of stuff. Here's the, I'll, I'll read the text message here, and you tell me what your reaction would be if somebody threatened you with this type of language. So he, he posts this tweet, supposedly from this guy, Harley Pasternak. Harley says to him, quote, I'm going to help you one of a couple ways. And again, it's just – this is one of the rhetorical tricks that they use. Not even tricks necessarily, but like approaches that they use. It's always to help you. It's always because they're worried about you. And we're just worried about, you know, we worried that your mental health isn't, we want to get you the help that you need. We want to have a loving conversation. When you hear things like that, what you need to hear is, I will destroy your life, is you are going too far and I'm about to put you back in your place, okay? Just don't be fooled by this. It's, it's the same thing every time. I've had it with me where people were, were warning me about Nick Fuentes, right? Coming up to me and going, well, you know, I should, you know. I just want you to know, you know, be careful about this Nick Fuentes guy. I just, I just don't want you to get wrapped up in something that you're going to regret. So I'm looking out for you, and I'm telling you that maybe you should stay away from that, that Nick Fuentes guy. He's, he's, he's bad news. I'm just, just for you, you know. I'm looking out for you here. It's like, wow, thank you. You're a hero. My gosh, what would I do without you? I'll make sure to stay away from this guy. I mean, come on, don't be stupid. They don't care about you. They're not doing anything nice for you. It's just how they need to frame it to control you. He says, I'm going to help you in one of a couple ways. First, you and I sit down and have a loving and open conversation. But you don't use cuss words, and everything that is discussed is based in fact and not some crazy stuff your dumb friend of yours told you or you saw in a tweet. I'm gonna have a we're gonna have a loving, open conversation. But none of that dumb crap that your stupid friend said. See how loving and open I am? See, I want it to be loving and open, but we're going to start off with me being disdainful and dismissive of what you believe and also setting parameters for this open conversation. Our our conversation is going to be totally open as long as you only say things that I agree with and as long as you you only express things that I can tell you are based in fact and that I believe are based in fact. Does anybody fall for this sort of stuff? Obviously, this isn't the important part. The important part is in the next paragraph. Because that's one option. One option is we have a loving and open conversation. So in other words, the first option is you submit to me willingly. 
The first option is we have a conversation at the end of which you apologize, you admit that you were wrong, and you promise to never do it again. That's our open conversation, our open and loving conversation, okay? That's one option. Second option is this. Quote, second option, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Play dates with the kids just won't be the same. I mean, Jesus Christ. This level of threat. You'll be institutionalized and medicated. I mean, this is what they did in the Soviet Union. So I don't know if, if you ever watched Sopranos, there's this character from the Soviet Union that, you know, when somebody suggests they go to a psychiatrist, they're like, F you, I will never do that. Because it's like, well, back in the day, going to a psychiatrist meant you were, you thought wrong and you would be disappeared or you'd be medicated out of your mind. This is Soviet tactics here. But I mean, how do you not, like, how do you not immediately expose this? I'm glad that Yay posted this out. I'm glad that he's posting this and revealing to people what it's like, what the, how the control system actually operates because you're actually seeing behind the curtain here. It is good. But it's one of those things that like my first – if I ever got something like this, my first response would be, well, to just to see red and I'd probably do something I'd regret. But my second step would be to just post this, just publish it. I just go, this is what these people are trying to do to me. Everybody needs to see it. It should be the first thing that you do. These people can only operate this way in total secrecy. X3. X3. It stands for triiodine, or all three types of iodine that the body needs to be healthy and survive and thrive. It boosts your libido, your energy, your stamina, your immune system. X3 is the ultimate iodine product on the market. It's back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. So many of you are on the fence. You know our information is powerful. You know what's changed the world. Try the products at InfoWarsStore.com and start with X3 Triiodine. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. It takes about two weeks to kick in. An aspirin kicks in in 30 minutes. Tylenol kicks in in 30 minutes. This kicks in in about two weeks on average. You need to experience it. Don't wait. You'll be impressed. InfoWarsStore.com. X3. X3.